Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey friends, Jay Trainer coming your way. Welcome to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love together from Studio 14B, uh, otherwise known as my home, or in this case, my kitchen. Uh, it is good to be with you guys. We continue in our series called Dot Dot Dot, or as I like to say, underline, 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 comma, but God. I can't tell you how many times in my life I've seen God move, I've seen God work, in situations that really didn't call for it. And some of those situations I brought on myself, some of those situations are things that uh, were brought on me by other, uh, by, other, uh, by other situations, by other people, whatever the case may be. And I know that we can all relate to God showing up or the uh, unexplainable happening at different points in our lives. I mean, let's face it, we've all been down that road, we've all been down that journey, where we wonder, holy cow, what just took place? Holy cow, what just happened? And that's what we've been looking at. That's what we've been focused on in our time this month at the series, or looking at the series, dot, 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 or underscore, 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 underline, 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 but God. Back when I was a teenager, I realized that my life was made for so much more. I was made for more than what I had been living for. I was made for more than uh, just the churchy answers or the, uh, the the type of words or phraseology that people would use in, in religious or spiritual situations, whatever the case may be, uh, the old cliches that would happen. And that's something that I walked through in my life. That's something that I've endured in my life. And maybe you can relate to that, maybe you can't. Uh, but at one point in my freshman year of college, while I was still a teenager, I became more spiritually curious. And I, I wondered, is, is this really it? Is this all that life is about? Or is life truly made for more than what I am currently living for? Because for me, I, I could sit on the sideline of life and just kind of go through the motions, or I can really pursue that which I am made for. And I want to encourage you to find out what that is, to discover what that is, to, to go for it and, and, and find it. See, there are a lot of things that can define us, and here are some labels that kind of define me. I'm a Christ follower, I'm a husband, I'm a daddy, uh, I joke around and say I'm a recovering youth pastor, and I'm a mental illness survivor. And there might be labels that you can gravitate towards and find within your identity, but those are some things that kind of describe who I am and what I've endured and what I've gone through. Uh, we all have those different labels and words that we can find definition in. 
But see, what happened when I was a freshman in college is I went through some situations, some circumstances in life where is this, I asked the question, is this all it is? Is this truly what it's about? Or is there more that's coming down the pipeline? And I believe that God used that time in, in my life to kind of show himself off and make me aware that my life counts for more than just myself. It was in that year, that fall, that many of my college friends were diving into uh, behaviors and things that are compromising in nature. You can probably guess what some of those things are. And I didn't want to go down the road of becoming a statistic. I mean, who does, right? Who wants to become just a number? Who wants to be known as becoming a statistic in a certain category? I didn't want that. And I knew and had the inkling inside that I desired more than just becoming that statistic that me and my friends became. So for me, I went to an event called the Choir of the Fire, and it was there that the Lord really grabbed my heart. It was there that an exchange took place that made me realize that I am truly made for more. And the more that I am made for is nothing that I can do in and of myself. The more that I am made for is something that I have to surrender to. And that's through Jesus. It made sense to me. I know it doesn't always make sense to everybody, but in that case, in that situation, it truly made sense to me. I'd like to share with you some, some scripture out of Ephesians chapter 2, reading uh, to you out of the New Living Translation. Check this out. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the, Lord, just like the, rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the, in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey him, those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way. Check that out. There's, there's something to be taken away from that. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. Verse 4 begins the very theme that we're looking at, but God. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. And I'm just going to stop there. Many people that watch these videos or listen into this podcast know that we are very focused on Jesus. And it is Jesus that came to save and rescue myself, you, out of our negativity, out of our brokenness, out of our chaos. God did it for you and he did it for me. And so if you look at some of the things that are 
shared in this passage, you, you find some language there that's very past tense in nature. I'm a big language guy. I don't know if you know that about me or not, but I'm a big language guy. I want to make sure that, that the stuff that I'm talking about, the stuff that I'm discussing, it makes sense. And, and sometimes I fumble and stumble over my own words, but, but who doesn't do that, right? We, we all kind of get mixed up in our own understanding of some lingo that we use. But as it relates to this passage, as it relates to the thoughts that are behind Paul's writing here, we see the language is past tense. You were this way. Once upon a time, this was your condition. But God. I mean, check that out. I was dead. You were dead. We are stuck in our old, old ways. And here's the problem, guys. Here's the problem, my friends. We remain that way in present day reality unless we are willing to be open to the transforming power, transforming nature of what God did and what he continues to do today. So the language is past tense in here. And the language for me is also past tense in nature. But the question becomes, is the language past tense for those of you who are watching, those of you who are listening? See, we can talk about hello, my name is and, and discuss the different characteristics and identity of who I am and who you are. But all that matters not compared to what God is and what God did through his son, Jesus. You are saved, you are transformed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I know that some of those words and some of that language is kind of hard to take in. I don't, I don't like old school language, but in terms of rescue, in terms of uh, being no longer stuck in brokenness, that is what, by very nature, by very definition, God does for you and for me. You also have the, the W's that are mentioned in this passage. And what I mean by the W's, I'm talking about the who, when, how, what, why, where, you know, all of it. And that's discussed in greater detail in part of this passage that we didn't read, verses 7, 8, 9, and 10. But verses 4 and 5 talk about the, the what factor in that I, I, am, I am stuck in my sin. That's the what factor, but God, but God rich in mercy, that's how his characteristics, his love, his passion for you, his passion for me. And even though we were dead, because of our sins, <laughs> he gave us life when he raised us up in Christ. Check that out. He raised you up and he raised me up in him. And so, as we wrap up this episode of Untorn, being made for more, dot, 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 underscore, underline, but God, we look at verse 10 of the same pas passage of Ephesians chapter 2. And it says this, For we are God's masterpiece. In my brokenness, in my craziness, same with you. You are his masterpiece. He has created us anew 
in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Long ago he was planning for you. Long ago he was planning for me. You are his workmanship. And guess what? I am too. We are his workmanship. We are under construction. And so as it relates to the language here, as it relates to the W's, the who, what, where, when, how, why, the raised us up and, and the, the work that God does for you and for me, the final thought that I have for you and the final thought that I have for myself wrapping up this, this episode of Untorn is really the greater than sign. He, he must be greater than me. John 3.30, I believe, says, he must increase, I must decrease. And how, how much truth is in that? I mean, that's, that's really the core. That's really the essential for you and for me that he must increase, I must decrease. So that all these labels that we might ascribe to or connect with, Christ follower for me, husband, daddy, recovering youth pastor, mental illness survivor, some of those goofy, some of those fun, some of those ridiculous labels, some of those right spot on. What matters more than anything else is that he would increase and I would decrease because of the language that he uses over my life and for your life, the who, what, when, where, how, and why, in spite of myself, he is greater, he raises us up, and it's because of his workmanship inside of you and inside of me. And that, my friends, is really today's Untorn. I want to thank you for being part of this broadcast, being part of this podcast. Uh, we are going to continue in a, in a brand new series next month. I'm really excited about it. Uh, and I, I, again, I can't reiterate enough uh, that we need to be more than, than what we were called for. What we're looking at next month is the family. We're looking at the family of God and what that means for you and for me. So, you're made for more. Remember that reality. Notice the language. What's the present day declaration over your life? What's the present day declaration over my life? The who, what, when, where, how, why. The W's, the characteristics of God. And the fact that he raises you up and invites you and myself to take part in partnering with him under his workmanship. It's really cool when you think about it. We're going to pray real quick, wrap it up, and say see you later until next time. So God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would take the words that were shared in this time, especially in this series of underline, underscore, dot, 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 but God, that you would show yourself off, that you would make yourself known, and that you, O oh Lord, would get all the glory for it. I want to thank you. I want to praise your holy name. I want to just ask, Lord, that you, there would be a sense of victory to be had because of the work that you have done and continue to do. And may you get all the glory for it. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for being part of Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm Jay Trainer saying so long for now.
iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today.